Yeah. Good morning, family. I am, uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I mean, that speaks for itself. We are busy with our series on uh, the reality check. <laughs> uh, we, today we're going to look at the impact of technology and social media. And that's what we're going to focus on. Let's open in prayer. And then we can. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning that you are so good to us. And indeed, you are good. And Lord, we thank you for what you have done on the cross. We thank you, Father, that we are maturing every day into your grace and into your purposes. Thank you, Father God, that indeed it is finished. Tetelestai, it is finished. And Lord, we give you praise for what you have done. What is left now is to live in victory and to continue taking hold of those things that you have predestined for those that you have called. We give you praise and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, um, I just want to settle in, make sure that everything is all set. Are we not good that side? The sound is not good. I must uh, bring the, this thing closer to me. <laughs> uh, how's that? <laughs> I don't know whether it's my ear or... <laughs> but somehow something is not happening. Eh? How's that? How's that? Still not good. Not good. Not good? Good? Good. Good. Yeah, say good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, um, and... Uh, the other thing that I also maybe want to say before I kickstart is, uh, who was here at the prayer? 24 hours prayer. Yeah, yeah. I think there's something amazing that God is doing in our midst, and we must not be on the bench. Eh? We must... Can't I take this mic? Something is not happening here. Or should I keep holding it like this? Um, maybe I should just hold it like this. Is, is this battery okay? Okay. Awesome. Now that sounds like a preacher, doesn't it? <laughs> okay. Um, let me, let me just, yeah, it's fine. For time's sake. Awesome. Um, yeah, it was really amazing. For those who are not aware of what was happening, there was a 24 hours prayer happening here from Friday at 7 until yesterday at 7 in the evening, 7 p.m. to 7 p.m. the next day. And um, it was really, uh, it was a youth one initiative where all the churches, many of the churches, we're sort of like taking slots in leading the prayers. And um, it was really awesome. I was struggling and I was battling. 
and then the Holy Spirit, I said to my wife, I feel like the Holy Spirit is saying I must just go to this prayer because I don't feel like uh, I should sit at home. Something is happening there. And then I said, okay, I'm just going to come for an hour since I'm preaching. So I'm going to go for an hour and just pre- and then go back and prepare the message. And I ended up leaving here about 1.30 or something like that in the morning. So it was really, really amazing. And I just want to encourage everybody. This is something that will be happening more and more. So please, if you hear about it, join in. And, uh, and let's, let's join in with what God is doing. Amen? Amen. Um, yeah, reality check. Reality check. Social media and technology. Um, I want to start with some of the struggles that, um, that are sort of like that we are going through. We are busy. We are so busy. Whenever you are greeting someone, they will tell you, hey, hectic, man. How are you doing? You know? We are busy, but we are also bored at the same time. We are busy, but bored. We are full, but we are also empty. You know? So People are just busy with all kinds of things. Their, their schedules are just so full of all kinds of stuff, but they are not really satisfied. We are connected to the world. We're talking about globalization and all and all and global network and everything else. But people are experiencing some loneliness going on. People are experiencing some loneliness. Too many activities but hollow at the end of the day. People are not satisfied. The world of selfies, the stock of selfies, the world that is centered around me, myself, and I, even when someone else wants to just come in and they have kuma photo bombing you, what, what. (laughs) It's real, you know? It's so real. Rather we have too many likes rather than love. You know? As long as you like me, I'm fine. Ooh, somebody liked me. Oh, that person liked me. That person liked me. And um, we are doing all these things on social media just to be liked. You know? Just to be liked. Some people who like us don't even know us. But they just like us. It's like, what do you like? You know? Yeah. This is the world of mobile phones and computers and everything else. Laptops, iPads, what pets, this, that, this tab, that tab. You know, I, <laughs> the other day I was struggling to answer my phone. And the phone is ringing and I'm trying to swipe that thing. And that thing is not happening. Like I just saw these veins in my <laughs> In my neck. <laughs> and then I just, I felt like somebody was just tapping me like this and say, it's okay, you know. You don't have to stress, you know, just, just relax. Like really, like this stuff, you know, like it's so real. It is so, so real. Like it's not a joke. Um, that's the world of selfies. And I mean, let me say something about selfies. The, the people that you see everywhere in pictures and everything else, like this, this is not how they look in real life. 
It's like, what? What just happened to you? You know? It's not how they look. You know, this is, this is Oliver. But yeah. This is not how they look in real life. You know, that's, that's my son right there. And I know how he looks in real life. So you put your best at front. And sometimes we measure our lives based on those experiences. Now, I'm sitting on this side of the screen. And I'm looking at Daniel and Punehi and they are in Washington. I'm like, wow, an amazing couple. You know? I wish me and Kirsty could also go to Washington. And then I forget about my moments as well. You know? And this is the reality. This is the world that is sort of out there that we are creating, that we are all pushing towards. It's like whatever experience, you just want to put it up there. You know, people are living in screens and People are living in cameras and you are not really enjoying the reality of that moment. You quickly just want to tell everybody what's happening with you and where you're at. And, you know, this, 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 these are the real things, you know. These are the real things. This is the world. Now, I don't know about you, but when they were talking about Y2K, when they were talking about Y2K, when the 2000 was just like 99, 2000, I did not have any idea of what was going to happen. I really thought the world was going to come to an end because the preachers were preaching like that, that Jesus was going to come now. And, but really, this, this is our world. This is our world. Facebook, even on Facebook... It's not enough. You have to now go on Messenger. It's like, what? So I should add something else in Facebook? Yes. Yes, do that. What about LinkedIn? Yeah. You get connected with all the professionals and whatnots and whatnots. So the marketplace is not enough. You need to have another platform where people will meet and you get connected. It's like, are you not satisfied with your job? Of course I'm not. I'm just looking for, I'm always looking for another job. Always looking for another job. There's no contentment. And then, but look at this thing. You see all these things? We have now consolidated. We have put it all on this one thing. So if I, if I pick up my phone, this is what I do in my mind. Let me quickly see what's happening. Quickly see what is happening. And then I, oh, <laughs> something is popping up on Messenger. Oh, let me see in case there's an important message. Trrr. No, I can't leave them like that. Let me just uncheck them all, sort of read them. So that they don't keep bothering me. And then, Gmail. I quickly go on Gmail. Oh, important, what, what, no, nothing important. Oh, WhatsApp is happening. Okay, let me quickly see what's happening on WhatsApp. Now, WhatsApp, WhatsApp, yeah. So I'm there on WhatsApp, and then there's a video, and then there's a what, and then there's something to read, and then Pastor Chris with an amazing morning message. I need to say amen to that. <laughs> you know? It's 
like glory. You know? And then, what's happening on Instagram? You know? Oh my gosh. Who bought a BMW? Who is... Oh man. I'm missing out. When I look, 20 minutes is gone. 20 minutes, 30 minutes is just gone. Now this is what we do. Some of us, because we are at work, we say, I'm not going to go to these things because I'm at work. So, let me do it in the evening. Which is awesome. Or lunchtime. Which is awesome. But if you are a family man, if you've got friends, if you've got relationships, and as soon as you come home, in your mind you told yourself, after work I will look at my phone. Some of us, we do it in the car. Because now the cars are automatic. I don't have to change the gear so I can be, you know, multitasking. It's happening. It's happening. Others of us, we come home, we put everything down, and we get to what, 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 what. We bath the kids, we do everything else. And then, instead of couch time, you've got an appointment with your And then your wife is saying, no, but honey, sorry, I was just going to do this real quick. I don't make it such a big deal. It's not a big deal. What's wrong with you? Why do you always like taking everything out of proportion? It's not really a big deal. Come on. Okay, then I'm going to bed. Yeah, okay, good night, bye. That moment when she says, I'm going to bed, it's like, oh, yes. So that I cannot be disturbed. The kids are gone to bed. I can now catch up. Now, you are not doing something crazy. But just that urge, that passion of wanting to know what's happening there. Now, this is what they say. They say, when you post something or you throw something up there, and then there's no one that is commenting on it, or there's no one that is saying, I like this. People go through some serious depression. Why? Nobody likes me. While you've got a family in your house, you are going through some, dis- some depression of whatnots. And everybody were kissing you goodnight. Goodnight, love you. <laughs> love you, love you. You just want to check whether people liked your comments on Facebook. Reality check. Reality check. The other thing is also, in your expectations, once they are sort of, you know, hyped up, they have the thing, what they call the dopamine. Is that what it is? Dopamine. No, I'm reading some of these things now. I'm like, what? The same chemical that is released when you take cocaine is the same chemical that is released when someone goes like, like it. <gasps> that same chemical is released in your brain. So you, you see? You see? We are actually <laughs> moving towards a serious addiction right here. And we don't realize. It's all in the name of, this is not bad. This is, you know, it's all illegal. I mean, I mean it's all legal. It's all around. Why would they sell a cell phone if it was that dangerous? But we don't realize what these things are doing to us. 
you don't realize what it's doing to you. You are sniffing stuff without realizing. You are sniffing things without you being aware of what's going on with you or me. Ah. Reality check. But, you know, friends, these things, what, what makes it amazing is that we need to just open up. We need to know what is going on. Did you see that clip? That family? They are not talking. And they are at the dinner table. There is no, how was your day? What's happening with you? Everyone is on the phone. Nowadays, we even justify it to say, if you want to talk to your wife, send her a message on WhatsApp. She will respond fast, fast. Where is she? She's just in the other room. Why can't you guys go there and talk to the person? I'm busy here. Why? With what? With... <laughs> you know, so this is, this is getting serious. But change, the reality of the matter is change is constant. Change is constant. We can't deny that there are some goody goodies in here. We can't deny that really technology has come to help us quite a lot. The changes in the world and in our lifetime are happening, yes. But let's remember the days. Let's remember the days when you had to post a letter. Huh? Let's remember the days when you had to first sit down, <laughs> draft that thing, read it a couple of times, and then finish it, close it, put it in an envelope, and then go to the shop, up to the post, get the stamp, put it on it, and then throw it. Let's remember those days. Oh, they were talking to the wrong people. Let's remember those days. <laughs> friends, friends, this was real. Now, I don't know about you, but I thought when you throw that thing, there was like a long tube. Until when I think I was in grade 7 or something, when the teacher took us to the numpos to go check what's happening with the males and everything else. And then I was like, ah, they blew it for me because I thought... It was really sliding and going through stuff and until it arrived to the other person. Oh, we had pen pals. We used to write, oh, look. <laughs> you know, when you write that letter to Germany or to America and then you get a letter back with photos of snow. and Yeah, it was real. It was real. It was real. It was real those days. Now, I don't know about you, but those days, also when you want a girl, you have to walk around the street for some time. Because you don't know if the father is there. Or... <laughs> so you have to walk around, check if the brother is popping out or someone. Wow, this is, yo, this is difficult. This is so difficult. Sometimes you have to make an arrangement with a lady. This is how I whistle. If I whistle like this, that means you must come out. Or which days do you go to the shop to go buy bread? Which times? Then we can meet there. 
on the way to the shop and then I can escort you back home. You know? Now, it's all in chats. How boring. <laughs> Ay, man, those days. But also, also, look at this. You see this? You had to call the operator. You had to call the operator, and the operator had to take something out of this thing, stick it into that thing, and take that line and connect you. If that line is engaged, you know, sorry. If the operator is engaged, sorry. You know? So, so really, like, people were patient back then because we had the understanding of what it means to wait. Today, you go to America for two weeks. When you come back, you are complaining about the internet in Namibia. Man! Patience. But I must say, technology made life much easier. In so many ways. It really did. And we can't really, you know, throw everything, you know, just out. We must just click, you know. All you do is you click and everything happens. I'm waiting for that click that will bring my coffee right at the bed. As I, as I just click on my, on my phone, the coffee just comes. Oh, morning, man. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it, things are becoming, as you think about it, it happens. Like, as you really think, it happens. And... Um, this, you all know about this. If you've got your phones, the Bible is happening there. I just want to say that technology, it's an amazing thing. You can use it for the good. And it can be a blessing. This version Bible app, they started in 2008. And um, today, more than 200 million people have the app on their phones. For free. More than 200 million people. You know how I'm struggling to even buy a Herero Bible, Bible, a Herero Bible, printed, printed copy. Here at uh, Bible Society, they are running out of stock like nobody's business. And the stuff have to come from South Africa. I don't know why is it stuff that needs to be translated in Herero is coming from South Africa. <laughs> I have no idea. I try to think about that because as soon as I go South Africa or Sierrero, it's not happening. Hey, UCT. <laughs> it's not happening. But look at this. Look at this. 200 million people. By God's grace, 4 million people every day download the app. Do they run out of stock? No. The Bible app has more than a thousand versions supported in more than 700 languages. Except Oshirera. Excuse me. So there's a thousand of Bible reading plans to choose from even. Even a thousand. Just different reading plans. Now, I must say, Prosper, I do get your emails 
I do get emails from these guys that you have completed what, what, what. And also Oshosheni, if you are here. You know, so you, you, you choose people that will sort of like keep you accountable as well. So I do get those things. And so when I get that, I know that, ah, my good friend Prosper is reading his word. So I do get those things. So you can actually choose a partner to read, the, you know, the stuff with. Now, he doesn't get mine because I... <laughs> so, if technology is so good, then what is the problem? If technology is such a beneficiary, uh, benefit, is that the right word? You know, sometimes beneficiary goes into other financial languages. Then what is the problem? I want to call Justina right now to come and share her testimony with us. Um, good morning, everybody. Or oh, family. So I wrote down my testimony so that I don't preach it because there's an addiction to the mic. <laughs> but um, my testimony is really from the angle of uh, technology in the sense of uh, television and laptops, movies, series. Because I, I grew up watching TV from a young age. Like, I really love TV so much. I would even wave my brother goodbye before I started school and then sit on the floor and watch TV. So, yeah, so much. And then what I've realized with, um, with this is that it became such a go-to place for me. Like, obviously, it's not, TV isn't so, it's not bad, but when it's your number one stop, when you're depressed, when you're not feeling well, when you're lonely, then it's, it's questionable or it's a problem. And for me, that's really what it became. And even just um, after I got saved, I struggled with the same thing. I really, really loved movies a lot. So I would, if I felt bad or I was disappointed, I can just put on the movie for like six hours or something, and then all the series, and I would get out, and I would be feeling so much better. And then what I, I realized um, with this, and the thing with movies and series that I've picked up is, is that it's so subtle. <laughs> It's so subtle, the message. Um, the, like, I used to love the movies of people stealing. I mean, I always used to say, if I was in America, I would either work for the FBI because they were cool or be a thief. Because also the thieves in the movies were cool. And, what, <laughs> and really what, what, what this did was that um, somebody would steal in the movie, and then they would distribute the things to the poor. And what this does to our hearts and to our conscience, and what we don't realize is that the enemy knows that we are compassionate people. He knows that our hearts will break. For, so usually they give to the poor, and you, don't, you start thinking, okay, well, I started thinking, like, okay, maybe, I mean, it's not like they are helping the people that are, that are in need, so perhaps, so it just kind of waters down everything. And, <laughs> and even um, really what this did even, from a small age, uh, movies and series exposed me to sexual perversion, to the point where really I struggled so much with uh, sexual immorality, which is masturbation. I say sexual immorality because there are so many people who are always like, is it really sin? Yes, it is. 
so I really struggled with this and to the point where even when I stopped watching movies and I was like, okay, I'm not going to watch movies, there was always a memory that would just pop up. And, the, and we don't realize that memories are stored in our mind. And, even if, and it's not good enough to just up your word game and keep doing whatever you're doing. Because I did that. I was like, okay, let me read the word more. Renew your mind. But it really took God's grace and goodness for him to lead me into a desire to fast from movies. And earlier this year, I, I, earlier this year, I fasted like three months from movies. I mean, within there, somewhere I went to go watch a movie. So weak, but God is still good. <laughs> but God is still so good. So really, I, I just I decided I'm going to cut this out. And because it wasn't good enough that I was set free from the act of masturbation or from the act of sexual immorality when my mind itself was still entertaining the thoughts and my mind itself constantly fed from me. There was always a movie I could refer to, a series I could, like, they were just there, like, ready to, to entertain me. And I realized that it's, it's not good enough that uh, we're just pure in the act, but our minds need to be... Uh, transformed. Our minds need to be pure before God. And I just want to praise God that he set me free from really the addiction of movies to the point that I had to even put up boundaries where I'm like, okay, Lord, I can't do what everybody else is doing. You know, just because you're, you're fine doesn't mean I can do the same thing. So I'm like, I'm going to guard my relationship with God jealously. I don't care what people say. I don't care if I'm that weird person. But I'm like, Lord, if I'm in a movie, even if there's no sex scene, even if there's no foul language, but your spirit quickens me, I'm going to walk out. It's just money. I'm going to walk out. Like, yeah, so the Lord is so faithful to set us free from even the, what we think is silly. But it's, it has such a great impact. So thank you. Amazing. He's at work. He is at work. And this is reality check. Um, I think if we have the Holy Spirit with inside of us, you know. You know when you are at the edge and when he is prompting you to just step out of this situation. Sometimes you just get lost in your day. I don't even know what to do. Okay, the best thing I can do is that I've got oh, this episode, I mean this series, so I can watch there's about 15 episodes, so my day is sorted. I just have to see that there is bread close to me (laughs) and water And I can just be in that world. You know? If you watch series like Suits and those things, you can be lost. You will think that you're even somewhere there in that law firm, somewhere there. You are just there. You are just there. This is my world. You know? So when is it enough is the question. Because that is the problem. When is it enough? For better or for worse? Recent studies indicate that uh, we are more connected online but less compassionate about real people's needs. If you are in your house 24-7, 
How will you even know what's going on? The world you engage with is people from Australia. You've got your friends in Ukraine. When the family member is sending you an SMS, I please need a hundred dollar. Oh, all they ask is money. <laughs> Behind the money, there's a need. Why are you so detached? Because you are in a different world. You, you, you are just somewhere else. We are becoming more isolated as the depth of our relationships decreases. More and more. More and more. Like sometimes people are even, they are, they are not aware of what should I do with this person now that they are here. I was fine on Facebook. But now they are here. What do I do? So, you said on Facebook that, why are we talking about Facebook if I'm sending you face to face? No, but that's a point of reference. Because your mind is wired that way. You know, I, I really, the world, this is where the world is do, going and, and people get to know each other through many different ways and people get to meet through many different ways. But um, my, my, my biggest issue, my biggest issue, and this is me, is that when people are meeting, like you don't know who you meet online. Like, there are good people, yes, but it's hard to tell. Are you really a good person? Then why are you looking for me there? Like, could, could you have met someone else? Yes, God could orchestrate things and all, and all, and all. But if we are making our relationship to depend on internet, then we are really moving on dangerous grounds. Because there you could meet any, anyone. Anyone. Anything. You could meet anyone there. And you are not going to blame anybody should something happen to you. Kids are getting lost. People's children are getting stolen. So, get to know all these people sitting here. Spend time with these people sitting here. Why? Why do you want to run to your computer? We crave for approval of others, their attention and affirmation, but we avoid sharing our lives below the surface. That's the thing. Because you want to be so superficial. Like the closer the person gets, they will know too much. But I tell you what, your best friend is the one that knows too much about you. That's your best friend. And when they know too much, 
They don't even look at you and say that you are weird. And how will you be able to test that? If they are face to face with you. If they are still coming. Even after you have opened your life and said this is who I am. They are still coming and they are sticking around and they are hanging around with you. Otherwise you just want to be that amazing person with an amazing picture on your profile which is even cropped to the point that you look like somebody else. Especially with, with Apple. Apple does stuff to pictures. Like you don't even see any pimple or anything. It's just this amazing face. like why Kuma people are pounding my good lord come to the farm with me let's do life okay how about when you are stressed what do you do because all are the things that people want to know what, when you are frustrated you know? Like, don't chase me away then. Don't tell me I can't be with you right now. Come back when things are still fine. The way how they look on, online. No. We can't do that. We must be real. We must be real. It's time to regain control. It's time to regain control. We cannot just let something else or somebody else run our lives for us. We can't. It begins there. There are very specific qualities about a Christian that are going out of the window if we are not careful. Contentment. Contentment. Being satisfied, being happy with who you are, with where God has placed you, being happy with the blessings, counting them all one by one. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Can we do that? We can't do that if we are not content. Because we will always look for something else, somebody else, something better, Bigger. You know, somebody once said to me that the glory of God, it's not in our imagination. The glory of God is in the cross. If you want God's glory, don't close your eyes. Open your eyes and look at the cross of Christ. Because when you close your eyes, you are looking for something higher, something light, something glorious. But it is right there. It's the cross of Jesus Christ. And if you miss that, you are blinded to the goodness of God. Contentment. The next thing is intimacy. Intimacy with God. Intimacy with your fellow man. Intimacy with your amazing relationships where God has placed you. 
Can people look at you and say that you are real? Can they come to you and rely on you? Can they do that? Because I, 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 I don't like, maybe I should not use the word hate because hate is too strong to come out of the mouth of a pastor. <laughs> I, I, don't like, I don't like to hang around someone who I don't know how they, what they think about me. Like I can't just be around you and you are not thinking about my presence around you. You are just in an amazing cloud there. It's called iCloud. You can't do that. You can't. <laughs> it should be tweeted. How about sharing it with someone? Authenticity. Authenticity. People who are real, who are authentic, down to earth. You know, I'm telling people as of late, especially my wife, can we please stop having schedules and things like that? Because whenever people want to visit us now, we have to always run to the calendar. Like, I don't know about you, but I think I told a few of you that if you want to come home, please, just come. Because, because really, just come. We will drink water if there is water. If there is pap, we will eat pap. How about those days? Because now we are not visiting one another. People are having schedules everywhere, left, right, center. It's like, um, 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 I'll come back to you. When are we going to do real life? And, and sometimes I will pop in also. Just know that. You can ask Hilda and Philip. <laughs> I do pop in quite often. Compassion. You know, if you deal with those top three, number four will not be a problem because you are connected to people. Your heart moves in a very natural way. You have compassion with people. Compassion. Jesus did not just through isolation move with compassion. It's when he came in the midst of the people and he saw their need. That's when he was moved. And some of these things will become reality when you start experiencing what's going on around people. What is happening to you? What's, 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 how, what's, how's life? People are struggling. People are struggling. People are struggling. But we can't be passive about these things. If we are to be a healthy church, we can't be passive about people. I'll pray for you. No, those black American movie things must end. It's just there in the movies. I'll pray for you, sister. No, it must end. Integrity. Integrity of heart. Who you are in the dark is who you are 
in the light. It's who you are in the light. We can't really portray an amazing picture of us. And when we show up, people are like, oh, this is how you look. I mean that in a good way. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I just saved the rest. I already got it. Encouragement. Encouragement. The scripture says they kept coming together. The breaking of the bread, the prayer, and encouraging one another. If we are not coming together and we are just meeting online, I don't know. I don't really know. But let's do a reality check on that one. How many people did you encourage this, this week? How many people? who just came across your path and you said, thank God that God sent you to me so that I can encourage you. Worship. We are so busy. There's no time to just connect with our king at a personal level. At a personal level. And something connected to worship is rest. Resting in the King of Kings. Resting in the presence. Maybe we must go back to those days when people used to just soak. Because at least then you will be able to stop and take a breath. And just soak. But people need to know that we move from a place of rest. We don't go towards rest. We move from rest. And that is when we align our way of doing life. Worshipping the King of Kings. So, why I, do, why I don't want a smartphone? This is one of the reasons. This is one of the reasons. Come, let's hang out. And this is how you hang out. Sometimes you also decide to pull out your sword. Yeah, you pull your sword on me, I also pull on my, you know? And then it's like, hey, did you see this video? Hey, did you? It's like, how are you doing? What happened to those things? Rather than I saw this amazing clip on, did you, you know? We can't do like that. It's time to be honest about our struggles and regain control of the amazing tools that technology provides us with. They are amazing tools, but how do we use them responsibly? How do you use them in such a way that it actually gives glory to God, it blesses us relationally, and God is glorified through all things? It's time to put technology back in its place. We can't lose it. No, guys, communication is very important. And Rekaba Sekiriko Satara Baba Sekiri. Hey. 
The demon doesn't want to silence even when I'm preaching. Huh? <laughs> we need to regain control. It's okay, man. Jesus loves you. <laughs> so technology must be put back into effect. And I think that's an amazing illustration. And it's time to love God with our whole hearts. It's time. It's time to talk to God. And the way how we relate to God, eventually, it will reflect back into all the other relationships we have. We can't be very busy with God. We can't be very busy with our families. We can't be very busy with our, with our loved ones. There is actually a, a thing circulating on, online about a little boy who needed the parents' attention and the mother was a teacher and she gave the children an assignment and it was titled, What, you, what Would You Like to Become? And uh, with serious contemplation, he looked around and then he wrote his, his assignment and he gave it to the teacher who is the mother. And then as the mother was marking the papers at home, she broke out in tears and she was crying and she was crying. And the father saw, as the father was walking around the room playing a, a game on, on his smartphone, and <laughs> that's what it is, yeah. And, um, and then he asked, so my wife, what's the problem? Why are you crying? He says, I gave the children assignments. Yes, so, but why are you crying? Uh, um, and, and there's this one kid who wrote this amazing story, and you can read it for yourself. And so the kid, the kid wrote and said that I would love to become a smartphone. Because whenever mommy, when I'm looking for attention from mommy, mommy always says, wait a little bit. And, when, and she's always on the smartphone. When the phone rings and I'm all there crying, the phone gets the first attention. And, um, and, so, and so it's the same thing with daddy. And, um, and I would love to be a smartphone so that I can get the attention that the cell phone gets. And so the, 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 the father was said, so why are you crying? Who, whose child is this? And he says, this is our boy. It's our boy who wrote this thing. Boy, didn't it hit him. That even the free time we have now, we play games. We don't have time with our family. I always do a reality check. Yesterday I was asking Guri as I was preparing the message. And I said, Guri, I want you to be very honest with me. I want you to be very, very honest. Because if you are not honest with me, this is going to actually affect you as well. So let me ask you this reality question. Between the phone and you, who is more important? And she says, of course I'm important. What do you mean? I was like, who gets the most time? She says, no, I see you are on your phone, but you always give us time. You always make time. You guys are always making time for us. We don't feel like we need to compete with a cell phone. And I think it's very important to ask that question every now and then to the people closest to you. Uh, my wife has a different opinion, but that's fine. 
It's reality check. It's reality check. Huh? It's reality check. Okay, in closing, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. All things are lawful for me, but not all things. But all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Amen? Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 16 to 19, it says, So that you do not become corrupt and make for yourself an idol or an image of any shape. This is in scripture, guys. God thought about these things before we did. What's that guy of Apple? Mark chapter 8, verse 36. What, is, what good is it for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? What good is it? Because I tell you, that day when my phone froze and I could not answer, I realized that my soul was attached to this thing. There was such a desperation to answer that call. I didn't even, it wasn't even the person that was appearing because it was an unknown number. So I was there. <laughs> supposed to work. And right there, the Holy Spirit was just speaking to me and saying, watch it, son. Watch it. That your soul will be lost through this thing. Matthew 16, verse 24, Jesus said to his disciple, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny the selfie. No, I mean, must, <laughs> must deny themselves. <laughs> must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Okay? So we don't want to see many of us we want to see many of God through other people's lives. May we all stand. Now, I don't know where you're at and I don't know what's happening to your relationships. But I know that our God who loves us and who is so good to us knows where you're at and what's happening to your relationships. Right there where you are, I just want to pray first and foremost to our relationship with God. That goes through so much because of the things that we get ourselves attached to. And Lord, I just want to pray right now that you will come and that you will take the center of our lives. I pray, Father God, that you will be God in our lives. Lord, help us, Lord, to relate to you as we should and worship you as your people. Lord, convict us, speak to our hearts, speak to each and every one of us, wherever we are at with the things of this world and how they are affecting our relationship with you. Lord, show each and every one of us so that we can come back to that place where 
We are worshiping you and you alone. And as a result, Lord, I also know that our relationship with one another will not be the greatest if our relationship with you is not at its best. And I pray right now that you will help us to make right, that you will help us to fix what we can fix. And Lord, there is so much damage in our hearts and that we commit to you. We open our hearts to you, Lord, that you will minister to us in ways that is only possible through you, my God. Some of us are not trusted because we broke down the communication with each other. And we put the phones, we put the laptops, we put everything else, we put Instagram before our relationships. Lord, I pray that we will repent and that we will come to the cross and really restore those relationships. Help us. Your grace is enough for us. You are able to bring us to that place where we can take self-control and lead and guide our lives in ways that gives you honor and glory. And if you don't have a relationship with Jesus and you're right here, I just want to pray for you. I just want you to lift up your hand right there. If you want to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and you don't have one, just lift up your hand. I'll pray for you. We don't want this opportunity because relationships are important and it begins with relationship with God. Lord, and we thank you. We bless you. Lord, may your light shine upon us as we go into the world. And may the cross remain in our view as we give glory to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you.